Hey guys. We're gonna have John in the rocker. In about John from two Paraline seconds. Blog. For about in about two seconds, talking about the uh, disinformation. <clears throat> okay. The disinformation board set up by Joe Biden. He, he'll okay. be the ultimate. Here we go. Okay, give John. We'll see if John's there. I don't hear anything. Any ringing in my headset either. I don't either. Um, it's it might. Do I have to do it here? No, just um. Oh Jesus! Broadcaster bar was hooked up. The broadcast now it is. John. Hello, Jim. Yeah, John. Yeah. Hi, John. How are John, you? This is Jane. Hi, doing well. Thank. John, welcome. Good to hear from you. I'm going to start by playing a, a soundbite for you, if I could, please. Uh, you know the name of the person who's headed up the disinformation board by Joe Biden, correct? It's Nina. Well, I, yeah, I'd have to look it up. I mean, I've written about it, but I I, um, I would have to look it up. Oh, you gotta that. hear this one. Say her name. If if you you speak um, that language. Nina, it's Nina, uh, um, uh, Yankovic, Yankovic, Nina Yankovic. Yeah. Okay, okay I'll find it. I've written about no, her somewhere. Yeah. Listen, the reason we, her name is important is because of this next soundbite. Well, I thought I'd get your comment. Okay. She's actually on TikTok singing. Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are I mean, come on, John. Ferocious. That's the head of a White House well, different a- disinformation board, and she's singing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's unbelievable. I mean, that's not the only one either, Jim. I mean, I, I wrote on Powerline about one um, uh, where she was singing uh, words that we can't repeat on this show. It's a, oh, it's she, a family she show. Something. She was singing something else. You gotta sing it. You, you gotta send it to us. And what about? Oh my gosh! What about this sound? You know, she, Sorry, go ahead, John. Well, she's you know she's a singer has been a singer at some point in the past. <laughs> she doesn't sound, to be honest, all that good to me compared to a lot of singers. But you know she's been a singer, and um, and and in in another clip that's on YouTube that I put up on Powerline, she's singing a Christmas song of all things, but with different words. Um, oh, oh, the one in- that you saw. Thank you for yeah, considering me for this opportunity. <laughs> No. I mean, it's really, like I say, you can't even repeat the lyrics at a family holy program. Holy. I mean, you just can't even make this stuff up. And how they have the idea, well, number one, where they have the idea of having a disinformation governance board, the mind just reels. But then where they got the idea that this woman was a suitable person to, to put in charge of it. Of course, she herself has been the source of a lot of misinformation. Well, John, can I... you really, John, but, give me an example of what she's put up there. But, but I was, well, she's what she was one of those who who was who was condemning the uh, you know the 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 Biden family laptop you know with with the uh, documents about about the family the Biden family uh, businesses you know for one uh, I mean are are you familiar with oh, that's uh, she was blocking that I right I can't no there is or a, tweeting it yeah what's that Jane there's a bureaucrat in uh, Connecticut uh, Martin Looney. And he wanted to form a um, um, po- um, um, policy, um, police force against the right. Um, do you understand where I'm getting at? 
He he was yeah. Actually, I did. That's not a story I've seen. Um, no, he wanted to form. It was um year or two ago. He was going to form a police force um to um police the, the right wing. The right wing. Well, I think we've already got one, don't we? It's called the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, remember how remember how the FBI agents uh, descended on um, uh, James O'Keefe's house, you know, on the homes of other people who work for Project Veritas, executing a search warrant, trying to get behind the um, uh, the, the the custody of. Of, of Joe Biden, Ashley Biden's diary. Remember that? Which, yep. which, by the way, Project Veritas didn't publish, right? They didn't publish it. So, so do you think the FBI is going to be all over this uh, Supreme Court leak trying to identify the person who leaked this draft opinion that was being circulated among the, uh, among the justices? I, mean, I would say time. that's got about, about 10 million times as much importance as Ashley Biden's diary. John, I'm hold on. With John Indrager, who is one of the co- one of the founders of the number one conservative blog in the country, called PowerlineBlog.com, and uh, is amazing man, a liar himself. John, as long as we got here, I know it wasn't on the docket, but you are a lawyer. What do you think of the leaked uh, Supreme Court brief on the uh, Roe versus Wade? Sure, the the. The, it's a draft opinion by Justice Sam Alito, and he's probably been writing this opinion in his head for about the last 15 years, thinking about Roe versus Wade and the Casey decision that followed it, and just what bad opinions they are. I mean, they're terrible. And, and, and this opinion that, that some, uh, probably a, a law clerk, uh, leaked to Politico is a brilliant, uh, a devastating uh, critique of of Roe and Casey. And you know what I wish, Jim and Jane? I wish that every single person who wants to attack Sam Alito uh, and, and the other justices who, who apparently are, are voting to overrule Roe, I wish that every one of them would be required first to actually read this opinion by Sam Alito. It's in draft form. It's not final, but it is absolutely brilliant. And it's a devastating uh, deconstruction of, of Roe versus Wade. Um, do you well, think, John, do you think that the person who leaked it should be prosecuted? Well, I don't know, Jim. I mean, I've heard some people speculate that that it may have been a crime, but I haven't seen a criminal statute. You know, I haven't seen anybody refer to a, you know, a particular criminal statute that that's being violated here. It so I don't. I I just simply don't know whether it was a crime or not. But I will tell you this, Jim. It was an absolute violation of the duty of trust and confidence that these law clerks are entirely aware of. I mean, they know. This has never happened before. Nobody's ever leaked a draft decision that's being circulated among the justices. And it is um, a draft position, too. It's only a draft. It's not the final position. Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, the way the process works is, you know, they they hear the oral arguments. They get the briefs, of course, well before that, then they hear the oral arguments. And then they meet and they'll vote on a series of cases that have have recently been argued in front of them. 
and and then uh, a member of the of the majority, which they determine by that vote, is assigned to write the opinion. And here it was Sam Alito assigned to write the opinion. But but you know, and then they circulate that opinion. And and in the course of that process, uh, some of the justices may say, well. You know, I'm on board with with this decision, this opinion. I voted for it, but I don't like Section Four. You know, I think you should change Section Four. Blah blah blah. So you know, there, there's an editorial process, and we don't know uh, where this draft is in that process or or was in that process. It looks to me from the memo that that's on the top of the first page. It, it's actually labeled first draft. And the, there's a label on it that says that it's going to the, the and it lists all of the justices of the Supreme Court. So, so, you know, what that implies is that, that this is the beginning of the process, not the end of the process. And the final opinion that's agreed upon by the, by the uh, justices and the majority, you know, could be different. Can I approach um, this? Which is, can I approach this from a completely different angle? Um, don't you think that um, this this um, law that they're trying they're passing? Um, don't you think that instead of telling our children about sexuality and about sex and about um, different genders and all that, don't you think that um, they should be educated instead of um, we're taking it? You're talking about math and reading and things like I'm history. I'm talking it. I'm talking it into a a totally different angle. They should be educated. We're talking about the uh, abortion, right? Yes, we are. But Okay, so what I'm saying is, don't you think that they should be educated and know? Well, uh, Jay, one, one area where they should be educated is, is civics. You know, I mean, it's oh, amazing sh- how many people do not understand how our government works. They do not understand what is the proper role of the federal government as opposed to the states. They do not understand the separation of powers and, no. the, and the very different roles of the executive and the legislative <laughs> and the judicial branches. They do not understand how, how the government functions. No, and, but, and that's but, behind a lot of the criticism of this, of this apparent uh, decision. Oh, the well, Supreme, oh, and, and this is why Roe was such a terrible, terrible decision. John, you know, the, I'm the, one of those people. The other thing is, um, they're not your children when they're in a classroom. Have you heard Biden saying that? So what I'm saying is uh, I need to educate my children about their um, the consequences of their actions, right? Um, besides what they're supposed to be educated in school about. Um, they're my children. They're my decision, Right. Well, that's the way it's supposed to be, absolutely. And, but, and we've learned in the last few years, especially, that a lot of administrators and teachers' union officials and some teachers don't view it that way. You know, one of the things, and by the way, if I could make this comment, remember when Hillary Clinton wrote the book oh, that was God. titled It Takes a Village to Raise a Child? Uh-huh. Remember that? Yeah. I always thought, some people thought, oh, that's so sweet, you know, this <laughs> African proverb. I always thought that was completely sinister. It, it is sinister. A, it doesn't take a village to, to raise a child. It takes parents. Um, did you hear her say? I agree say, with you, John, but that was, that was showing her socialist side. Did you also hear her right. say when, when she said, um, 
It's a basket of deplorables. I know exactly where I was. I was actually carrying, carrying laundry and I threw it against the wall because I, I could not <laughs> believe she said that. Yeah. John, yeah. Let's hit, if we can, well, let's get back to the disinformation sorry. board for a second because I did want to ask you this. The disinformation board reminded me so much of a communist regime, but when I talked to Jane about it, and she grew up under communism. She said not even the communists were that stupid to establish a board to govern free speech or govern speech. Yeah, their methods were usually a little bit more subtle. You know, there's a couple of things going on here, Jim. I, I have not seen any coherent description of what this so-called disinformation governance board is. <laughs> Well, what what its what its responsibilities supposedly are? Have you? I mean, I just the whole thing is kind of it's totally out of left field. And then and then Jen Pasaki lied about it, and she said, "Oh well, this is this is we're carrying on work that was begun in the Trump administration." The Trump administration. How odd that nobody complained about this in the Trump administration. Well, you know, they didn't appoint a, a czar of disinformation in the Trump administration. But have you seen, Jim, any coherent explanation? No, I was hoping you had one. It is? And no, I've seen nothing. <laughs> I've seen nothing. It's in the Department of Homeland Security, you know, but but I have no no understanding. I don't, I don't think it's even been publicly revealed. But they, and Who set this board up and why and what are its what alleged powers and what statute authorizes exercise of those powers by the Department of Homeland Security? I was I going know. to ask you, what do they do if they catch you spreading disinformation? Do they just take it down or do you go to jail? Or are you raided by the FBI? Well, well they, I mean, you can't go to jail. I mean, they gotta have they gotta have a federal statute here that authorizes the Department of Homeland Security to to do this, whatever this is. And I, and at this point, Jim, I don't think we really we know what this is. But one thing we do know is that the left loves to talk about misinformation and disinformation, and their uh, strategy has been to use private companies. Um, like uh, like Twitter and like Facebook and like Google okay. uh, to to enforce their idea of what's misinformation because the federal government can't do, do it. Do you remember January the 6th? I, well, yeah. And do <laughs> yes, you know do. the disinformation about that one? And we were actually, I had some people sending me messages about that one before it happened, that it was going to be infiltrated um, by the Black Lives Matter. And uh, yeah, and you see, you can see how Black Lives Matter, by the way, um, just saying. Um, it, it just got infiltrated by people that had nothing to do with the um, peaceful demonstration, right? So we have. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, there's all kinds of misinformation around that event, but yeah. Okay, well, what were you going to say, Jim? I was going to say, don't hit the table. He I'm not, I, I keep hitting the table because I'm just a horrible woman. I am the horrible <laughs> woman. I just keep doing it. But you know what, you know what I mean? There is so much crap going around from, from the left. It's incredible. It is incredible. Yeah, what about that disinformation, John? 
What about the disinformation? Well, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of disinformation. I remember when they that that one poor Capitol police officer who died of natural causes. Remember that? Yes. Uh, and and the New York Times and all these others lied about oh he was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Blah blah blah. None of that was true. It was all made up. It was all disinformation. And the Democrats took it and ran with it, and they had his body lying in state in the Capitol rotunda. Do you remember that? I remember Based that. Based on the idea that he was murdered by these. Uh, the peaceful demonstrators. Yeah, and, and I mean, that turned out to be completely false. You know, we're surrounded by misinformation. Yeah, but now we have... But uh, except if it's from the left. Now we're going to have the information police. We, the, the singing woman, um, they're going to, they're going to uh, inform Sing. us correct, correctly. Right? Yeah, that woman is going to be in charge of this. What will she do? Will she decide Nina what's Yankovic. real and what isn't? Nina Yankovic. Will Nina decide what's real and what isn't real? Is she the ultimate decider now of everything we do, John? Will she read every single one of your posts? Decide whether or not she likes. I don't know. Likes? I mean, this is this is you know this is this is the same issue of what the heck is this? All of a sudden, we get this announcement of a disinformation, you know, uh, governance board. <laughs> I mean, what's that? It's, and, the, and the starting point is what federal statute has been enacted that authorizes the Department of Homeland Security to establish a disinformation governance board? You know, I mean, I, that, that's the that's the first question. And I haven't I haven't seen anybody uh, address that. John, is this something we the people should be afraid of or fearful for? Well, I think what we more broadly, Jim, I don't know how afraid we should be of this. I think this has turned into such a fiasco for the administration that, that it's probably uh, not much of a threat. But here's what I think we should be afraid of more broadly. More broadly, we should be concerned that half of our country doesn't believe in free speech. I mean, the left is absolutely opposed okay. to free speech. I have something. Is that true? Uh, but no, is that in no, the latest no. poll? I have something to say about that. If you're living in my basement or in my house and you are not paying the rent, uh, you're done. Get the hell out or you're going to agree with me. You're talking about where? I'm talking about the brats. I'm talking about the brats. You know what I'm talking about. The little bastards that are. A little bit far um, off topic. Well, um, that's misinformation. You go to college and you are misinformed, wouldn't you say? Well,. Well, I think that's often true. I mean, I, I think a lot of these colleges are in trouble. We're seeing declining enrollments. We're seeing men in particular uh, deciding not to go to college. Uh, we're seeing you know, this whole thing with, with college debt and Biden talking about canceling some or all of the college debt, which he does not have the power to do, And by it's the not way. happening. That would be completely illegal. And your children um, are you know, not belonging and, to you. Wait one second. Your children are not belonging to you, and they're in a classroom. So, you know what? Wait one second, please. John said ah! it's not happening. I can't say to the day. <laughs> it's not happening, John. Well, so, so I mean, you know, I, I think we as a country would be better off, and I think our young people would be better off if fewer of them went to college. You know, you see a lot of these kids, they come out of college, they have no skills, they don't know anything, and, and they've been, apparently spent four years having some really idiotic ideas mm-hmm. beaten into their heads. Uh, <coughs> I'm not going to go there about your children, but I'm going to go there about my children. I don't know how I'm going to deal with my uh, ex-husband, with my uh, children's father. I don't want them to go 
to college. I really don't. I want them to pick up something that they can actually... Um, the trade school you're talking Trade about. school, they can do something with. Instead of this BS, uh, the, what are those arts, um, women's studies and all that crap. Um, come on. I'm just, this just drives me crazy. But John, you don't think the disinformation board will ever come to fruition? Well, I'm just guessing, Jim, but I don't think so. I think they've taken so much abuse. And I just can't even imagine, I know I'm repeating myself, but I can't even imagine what statutory authority there is for this board and what powers Congress might have given it. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I think it's going to turn out to be kind of a fizzle and an embarrassment to the Biden administration. But I think it's also a warning to all of us and a reminder that the Democratic Party, the left, um, doesn't believe in free speech. John? You were saying, John, the majority of people in this country don't believe in free speech? Well, I don't think, I don't know if it's a majority, but I mean, I, you know, I, what I said, I think, is that half the country, you know, the country is basically split about 50-50. It is. And the, the, the left, the Democratic Party is now the left. There's no such thing as a moderate Democrat, or maybe there's three or four of them left, but, you know. <laughs> and so, and, and so uh, you know, that, that half of the country is now openly hostile to free speech, and, uh, and, and college kids are being taught to be hostile to free speech. So I think that's something we should be seriously concerned about. Uh, we should so be. not the board, but the attitude of these kids. The, the attitude of these yeah, kids? Yeah, well, that's right. Um, the attitude um, of the Democratic what? Party. Guess what? Um, get me arrested, but my kids get will get smacked if they disagree with me. They're living under my roof, and they're going to follow my rules. Anyways, John, thank you so much. I hope we talk to you soon again. Um, you're the best. Always fun to be with you. Thank um, you, John. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. John, thank you for giving yep. us your valuable yep. time. John Andrew.com. Yep. Um, Go there every so day. Long, guys. Get your the first best. Stop. Thanks, we'll John. talk to you Take soon. Um, oh, he was fabulous. Yeah, as always. He was absolutely fabulous. Anyways. Um, you have to go um, on the of sister. Next. Yeah, you do. Um, give, give her a few minutes. Give her five I minutes. I will. But anyways, if anybody wants to call us for five minutes, I'm losing my voice because I'm screaming at everybody as usual. Um, but what I'm saying is, if my children um, would dare, would dare to disagree with my persuasion, then they can move out. They can move somewhere else. And they're only 12. And I'm telling you that they agree with my um, decisions. There we go. Uh, hi, Christine. Hi, Christine. How are you? Hi. Good afternoon, everybody. Hi. Um, so what do you think? Uh, well, I, I'm appalled that as soon as Elon, Elon Musk buys Twitter, we have a ministry of truth. It's um, following every communist country we've had. And we have absolutely right, Christine. They're absolutely freaking out, aren't they? And we have a Mary Poppins sound alike what we can say and what we can't say. Is that really what our country became about now? I hear. She's right there. I hear her very well. You do. Go ahead, Christine. Yep. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, here's your Mary Poppins. What's your message to platforms like... Wrong no, one. no, that's the wrong Mary yep. Poppins. 
Um, Here's Mary Poppins. No, it's not. Information oh, laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and that's, makes them sound precocious by saying that's the head of the disinformation board. So. Disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. That's from Fox News. <laughs> Nina Yankovic. Oh, she, she's the one who could tell us what we can say and what we can't say. Absolutely. Uh-huh. She's the head of it. She's the, the leader of the lead. I mean, and by the way, whoever leaked a document from the Supreme Court, if that oh, was... Oh, God. I mean, I'm telling you, we would never hear the end of it. Uh, we're going to go to the sound of sister on that next, Christine. Yeah, but you know why they did it, right? They did, hopefully, to change the election. That's what they were trying to exactly. do. Exactly. This is their way of cheating the election. Yeah, but you know what? I don't. Um, unless unless the parents start smacking the little buggers that are living in their basements. Let's hear Barbara call while Christine's um, on the phone. It's okay. They both can uh, talk at the same yeah, you time. Can. But um, ah, uh, Jane. I'm sorry. I'm just calling Barbara. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yes, I hear you. I understand you loud and clear. Hello. Hello, Barbara. Hi, Jim. Uh, Barbara Jane is here, and also Christine. Christine, say hello to the sound off, sister. Hi, Barbara. Finally glad, honored, and privileged to get to actually speak with you after all these years. You were, uh, you were a fantastic person. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Christine, we got to move along and talk to Barbara about the Supreme Court uh, uh, brief that was late. Christine, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Have a good Take a bow, Christine. Okay. Anyway, Barbara, tell us a little bit about this Supreme Court brief that was leaked. First of all, the leak itself is unprecedented. Is it illegal to leak a Supreme Court brief? Well, it's not a brief, Jim. It's an opinion. Okay. It was a, a, an early draft of what looked to be the final opinion in the Mississippi abortion case. And to answer your question, is it illegal? Ah, the only thing I can say, as any good lawyer would say, is that depends. Um, if, for example, the court had computer system had been hacked into, and that's how the document was obtained, then that would be illegal. But if a person who works at the court was the person who leaked it, no, that would, sadly, that would not be illegal. It would be an egregious violation of the trust and confidence and the secrecy of the Supreme Court. Barbara, let me play you something from MSNBC. This is a writer and opinion writer as a columnist. Uh, for Newsweek magazine, I, th- I know he's with MSNBC, that's for sure. Here's what he had to say. He set his hair on fire on this, Barbara. Produce a more perfect union, right, to protect uh, the Jeffersonian uh, assertion of equality, to protect the rule of law. For all of its imperfections, the system has been worth defending uh, for 250 years. Right now, if this draft decision... If the court were to go this far, uh, you will have, as you were just saying, an extraordinary number of Americans uh, believing that the system, in fact, cannot, is not capable of delivering 
justice is not capable of reflecting the population. Barbara, he's referring to the fact that uh, uh, Joe Scarborough, I just read that 70% of all Americans believe in Roe versus Wade and believe that abortion is indeed a right. And he's saying that we're seeing the end of democracy because of this. Well, to those 70% who believe it's a right that can be found in the Constitution, I wish they would point me in the direction of that section of the Constitution where it can be found. Well, you see what and he's saying here, right, Barbara? Okay. Will, yeah. Even through the constitutional prism. And I think that, you know, one of the great questions of the era, the great question of the era, is are you and I, are we in this decade, are we up to democracy? Are we commensurate to the task? And I, I'm worried that we're entering the darkest period of that test, because if you have any reservations about the system's capacity to deliver justice, they have just been affirmed. So there you Jim, go, I'm, I'm, The Supreme I, Court I, hasn't delivered justice. Because they're not listening no. to 70% of the people in the country. Well, again, I wish those 70% would point me in the right direction. And, Jim, I think that part of the reason you're seeing 70% is that they don't understand the potential implications of what we see in the draft opinion. Sadly, Jim, there are many people who believe that if that opinion becomes final, Abortion will be illegal in the country at all times. Well, and that me, is not true at all. Well, let me play Mika Brzezinski on that. Here was Mika yesterday morning. According to a leaked draft opinion published last night by Politico, a majority of the Supreme Court is prepared to overturn the right to abortion. The leak of the 98-page document is unprecedented in the court's modern history. The draft opinion was reportedly authored by Justice Samuel... Overturn your right to uh, abortion, Barbara. No, what the the opinion is saying... Now, curiously, I I have to add this because I think it's important uh, for your listeners, and many of them may already know it. The draft opinion... Pieces of it sound exactly like what Justice Ginsburg preached when she was still alive. Her philosophy was that Roe versus Wade was wrongly decided. There is no constitutional right to an abortion. However, that decision is best left in the hands of each state which is precisely what this opinion would do if it becomes final. Now, let me make There's this clear no to our banning. audience. Justice Ginsburg was a liberal, correct? Oh, yes, she was, definitely. And, and, and pro-choice. And, and yes, she was pro-choice, but, but she said this is the wrong way to do this. <laughs> but even she said Roe so, versus Wade was a bad decision. decision. You know, I, I, yeah, oh, yes, she did. She was very much opposed to it because she felt that that's a decision that did not belong to nine people in black robes. It belonged to the people of the United States, and the people can make that decision through their own legislatures. And that was her when she she gave a a speech uh, to some law school somewhere. I wish I could remember the school. This is probably 20 years ago. And when she did, most people were were really surprised. Um, 
because every, no one figured she would say that, but she was spot on. It's almost like Justice Alito's draft is being taken from some of Justice Ginsburg's words and thoughts. All right, so I'm going to repeat myself, Barbara. Um, you know, um, we're talking about law here. Um, don't you think that the kids should be educated about the consequences of um, their actions um, and what they're committing if they're getting abortion? And um, and it's both sides. It's not just the girls, it's the boys. Um, don't you think that that should be part of education? They're educating him about every other BS. They're telling them about the, the, the um, Russian day, the China day. Don't you think that this should be important part well, of education? I, 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 and I don't know if it should be, I don't know if it should be school. It should definitely be parents. And I've been talking to my kids about this, but um, we would not have this problem if people were educated about what they're doing. Well, I, I, to some extent, I, I think you're, you're correct. Um, uh, but schools used to teach that. I mean, it, but certainly I don't think they do anymore. No, they Obviously, don't. Parents and parents and churches um, are uh, involved in the education process. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, where it needs to come from. Um, that's just me. Uh, but it's not just as, you. Let me go back to the leak. The leak. Yeah, go back to the leak. Yeah. Leak. That's what we I just wanted about. to go back to the leak to, uh, to basically say that th this, this is, Jim, this is unprecedented. Mm. The, the secrecy surrounding the Supreme Court is sort of an un, unwritten rule for anyone that works at the Supreme Court. You do not talk about any cases, particularly before they have been decided. Um, you, you just don't, and you sure don't leak a, a leak in a, in a draft of an opinion. So whoever did this it really is an ugly person as far as I'm concerned. Let's come back. What is your prediction on the uh, election coming up? What is to the effect of this uh, decision, or yes, because you you I, have seen the Barbara, what, yeah, I've why? seen the demonstrations right with the young people because they have no freaking idea what they're doing. Pardon my French. Well, the the problem the problem is they don't know what the decision says. Mm -hmm. Assuming this is the the final decision, I'm not so sure it's going to have an impact because abortion always seems to be a topic in every election. Mm -hmm. And certainly at the state level, it's always a topic. And there's nothing about this uh, opinion that's going to change that. Um, we have, I think it's 22 states that already have laws that basically ban abortion. Mm -hmm. And those states are probably probably not going to change their mind, but we have other states that basically passed laws that said if Roe is overturned, then abortion will be legal in our state. It'll leave so it up states to the like states. Precisely, and that's all, that's all this opinion, assuming that's what it ultimately is, so, that's all it says is this belongs to the states, not to the Supreme Court. So in this case, so, 
in this case, Mika, uh, um, which he says this, Mika is wrong. According to a leaked draft opinion published last night by Politico, a majority of the Supreme Court is prepared to overturn the right to abortion. The leak of the 98-page document is unprecedented in the court's modern history. So she was wrong when she said uh, the court is prepared to make abortion illegal. Well, what she said is overturn the right to abortion. Basically, Roe created a constitutional right to abortion, and that's been the problem all along. Now, what this decision would do is say, look, there's nothing in the Constitution about this. So there is no constitutional right. It depends on each state to determine what is best for their state and for their constituents. So she's partially right, but misleading in the way she phrased it. So what, um, can I ask you, a, it, this is a personal question. What's your problem with abortion? Um, wasn't your grandmother born and um, kept in- Mother. Um, was it your mom? Mother. It was your mom. You would not have been- Yeah, she born. was only 23 weeks when she was born. There you go. And they want to bring it up to 15 weeks. So um, what's your personal problem with it? You would not be alive if your mom did not survive. Oh, I, I, listen, I, I'm, not, I'm not advocating no, 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 for no, 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 no. I'm abortion. Just, no, I'm not. No, 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 no. I know you don't. But you have, like, you have personal, personal in investment into this or, or whatever you want to call uh, it. Well, if you want to, yeah, if you... If you want to look at it, yeah, we do. <clears throat> but, you know, I, I, there's a piece of me, Jim, that thinks that it's possible that the reason that the court finally did what it did, assuming this draft ends up being the final decision, is beca because the court got sick and tired of every calendar having at least one abortion mm -hmm. case on it, and the question presented was always, well, perhaps the fetus is viable at blank months, so we shouldn't allow abortion after that. And so then the court was put in the position where it was kind of arbitrating viability. And I don't think it wanted to be there. And I think that could be a, a piece of perhaps the thought process behind this. Um, but I do think it's... Mom clearly showed that a fetus was viable. At how many weeks was mom born? I, I think so. 23 weeks, yeah. 23, 24 well, weeks. I remember yeah. mom saying that when she went to visit the doctor that delivered her, that she was no bigger than than his pinky or the tip of his yeah, pinky. But, yeah, uh, yeah. She she went to see, visit the doctor that delivered her just before she got married, and she wanted to let him know she was getting married and she was doing fine. The doctor was pretty surprised, um, but in, in any event, um, but I, I I think something has to be kind of also put out here. We we have no reason. We don't know a reason why this was leaked. It was such a breach oh, yeah, of protocol. About the case, yes. And so I think what the court has to do, this is just me, I think they have to come out with a final opinion as quickly as possible. Because what I don't want to see is a situation where the judges are intimidated, shall we say, well, that was the by mobs of people outside their homes. Mm. 
Yeah. And that that's entirely and it, what we certainly don't want to see is that the court um, changes its opinion because of intimidation, because then the other side realizes that intimidation will work. So I think Justice Chief Justice Roberts has to um, has to get this case finalized quickly. Well, and when do you think it would be finalized? I heard Mika, well, uh, MSNB in, say the final decision won't be known until June. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, in the in the normal scheme of things, it would be June because that's when the way the court releases opinion in in June. Um, the the last cases that they release opinions on are always in June. They're always the major cases. And so in, normally it would be released then. You think it should be released sooner? I do, because what the judges do, particularly if it's a hot topic, like, for example, Obamacare, that was the last decision the Supreme Court issued that term. And then what they do, they they leave and quickly get out of Dodge because they don't want people harassing them or hounding them. So I think what has to happen here is the decision has to come out as soon as the five justices who are in favor of the draft agree on a final opinion. And that's what has to happen. How quickly they can do that, I do not know. But but that's what has to happen. Um, again, we, we sure don't want the justices intimidated. And the scary part is that could have been the reason for the leak. Somebody inside the court didn't like the decision and was hoping that leaking it would put pressure on the judges to change their minds. All right. I got to say something really quick. Um, I haven't had this guy on. We have not, I mean, Jim did not have this guy on for a long time. Tima, you better Timmy's call. better call You in. better call Give him in. a number to call. Um, type it in. Um, you better Hang call Hang on a second, Barbara. This Don't is a funny guy. He's, he's very funny. You like him very much, Barbara. Um, what is it? Just give him the number. Um, I'm trying. Okay. But, um, Barbara, you have been so gracious with your time. I don't know. Um, Barbara, do you think that, that there will be too much pressure in the justices? will change your opinion on this? Gosh, Jim, I hope not. Um, because, again, if you're rational and you read the decision, assuming this is the final decision, you realize that the court is not taking away abortion. It's allowing abortion on a state-by-state basis. I mean, curiously, uh, states have been passing laws to deal with this. <laughs> and, in fact, apparently the California Senate is considering a law now that would develop a fund of money from the taxpayers, of course. And what that fund would do is it would pay for travel uh, and abortions for people who live in states that don't allow abortion. So, Jim, abortion is not going away. Okay. Wait wait, wait one second, Barbara. This is, is, um, no, no, don't do that. This is uh, Jim. This I. is Timmy. Timmy. Timmy, say hello to the uh, sound off sister. <laughs> Timmy, say hello, hello to the sound off sister. <laughs> Timmy, say hello and, to the sound off sister. And Barbara, uh, <laughs> oh my God, it has been like how long? I 
don't know. Where have you been? On a tampon or something? Uh, well, you know, protests don't just protest themselves. I mean, you have to go out and do it. <laughs> This is this is the guy that called right after uh, Jim um, um, had the video of the girls in uh, West Hartford that were stealing stealing the signs. Oh, um, because they were, they were. Oh yes. They were okay. Okay. They were disagreeing. I do remember that. Okay. So that's Tema. When Tema called, okay. the, when he called the first time, I thought he was nuts. He's the funniest guy in the world. Well, you know, I do remember that. Yeah, they were still in. They were on his property. I mean, God. Uh, Tima, I had signs on my property. I had signs on my property. Unmask our kids. And then I had, you know... um, You're the West Hartford kids who were stealing Donald Trump. Hold on one second. Is that the right thing to do? Um, well, we're teenagers, so I think we have a little bit of leeway in this. Do you? I had a sign that... There they are, Tim. Do you know those colorful signs that say, in this house we believe, Trump won 2020, Hillary Ford prison, Fauci is a fraud, Bill Gates isn't a doctor, Epstein didn't kill himself, and defund the media. That was the... the oh, what's your name? Um, uh, why do you ask? Uh, because I'm curious why in my driveway, stealing my Donald Trump signs. Stealing yeah, my signs. I know. Yeah. Why would you do such a thing? Because we just don't agree with your political views. Um, there you go, Timmy. They don't agree with their political views, so they can steal your signs. They stole my sign. Well, the- you know, sadly, that's becoming uh, it's becoming all over. Uh, Jim, as long as we're talking about the Supreme Court, your listeners might be interested in this. Uh, the Supreme Court this week issued uh, an opinion in a case. I think I talked about it a while back. It was um, Boston City Hall. And the city of Boston allowed private groups to fly their flags on one of the flagpoles. A Christian group wanted to fly its flag, and the city of Boston said no. So they sued, and the case went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled 9-0 in favor of the Christian group. In other words, the uh, I, I remember a case like this in uh, Connecticut where they could fly the gay pride flag, but they wouldn't let yep. us fly the Gaston flag for the tea party. There you go. And so if this decision applies, of course, it would apply to Connecticut. Um, basically, if you're going to allow the public to fly their flags on your city flagpoles, you have to let that law apply to everybody, not just those views that you like and and the views you don't like don't get taken care of. And that's going back to uh, going back to that. If they don't agree with your with your views, uh, well, the Supreme Court said, nah, not so much. Oh, Barbara, uh, that's why we need to stack the court. You know, because we can't have icky conservatives like just like running amok. Oh, oh my God! I'm like, oh, yes. I know. Timmy, Timmy <laughs> brought up something interesting, Barbara. Do you think this case will lead to or the abort the Roe versus Wade turning over, turning Roe versus Wade will lead to uh, the Democrats stacking the court if they get the chance? 
Oh, Jim, they'll, whether it's this case or it isn't this case, they desperately want control of the Supreme Court. So mm. the, the existence of this case is they're already motivated to do that. So you think they'll um, stack the court in the next few weeks? Oh, well, they, they're not going to be able to do that, Jim. Um, the, 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 a, a law that, for example, expanded the number of justices from nine to, I don't know, would they be happy with 25, 35? I don't know. That would need to be passed by Congress. And there's no way that's going to pass because it's never going to get past the filibuster. So you're never going to get 60 people in the Senate to go along with it. Go ahead, Tim. I don't, a- I don't think that they need or I don't think that they want to get that passed. I think that they need to get that passed mm-hmm. because that's the only way that they're going to get their agenda across. Because Oh, you're right. You're right. I mean, they have the White House, they have the Senate, they have the House. If they have the Supreme Court, that's it. There really ends up being no check and balance anywhere. So hanging on to or getting to a position where you keep appointing judges to the Supreme Court that believe just like you do, um, that that's a goal. And it's important to them. I can hardly Like I said in the comments, I think that this leak, they jumped the gun on it. Because if they waited until June, that would have given the Republicans... Um, and everyone else on the right side of truth, the less time to actually explain what they're what they're saying. What are you doing? Well, I I, I tend to I I tend to agree with you. Leaking it uh, roughly a month before it would have been published doesn't seem to accomplish much unless the goal was to have the judges change their opinion before the final opinion. That seems to be the only goal they could possibly have had. Well, who are they looking to sway? I mean, let's let's really think about this. You have Gorsuch, you have Coney Barrett, and you have Kavanaugh. That's who they want to sway. That's who they're that's who they're looking to swing over to the to the other side to the liberal side of it and i hate to break it to you but that's not going to happen i mean i don't think so either and you'd also you you also have justice alito and justice thomas who are also part of the majority in this opinion they're certainly not going to move in fact the leak may well have antagonized everybody enough that their heels are dug in and it's just a question of how quickly can they get this out? Well, I'm I'm leaning on those three because they're the the the, the Trump the newest, sure. And you know everything Trump does is bad, and they're you know looking to sway them. But I'm going to tell you yep. right now, sitting through those confirmation you know hearings, uh, debacle, jokes, whatever you want to call it. You're not going to sway Kavanaugh. You're not going to sway Amy Coney Barrett. Are you kidding me? That's, no, they're not. Mo- they're not budging. They're not going anywhere. They jumped the gun. They thought they had a smoking gun, and they 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 
dump their wad, so to say, a little bit too soon because there's nothing that I'm sorry, nothing Tim. But did that's you gonna, that's going to change it? Did Did you see the 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 college protesters um, when when the leak came out? Did you see those nutcases that are going to vote certain way? We have people that are crossing the border. They are probably possibly going to vote vote certain way. Hopefully. Um, I don't. I, think, I don't even know what to say. I think I think you're right, Barbara. I think or Jane. I think they're trying to swing the election, not the court. I'm not worried about the college people because those are the same ding dongs that were eating Tide Pods. Uh, so, well, um, well, they still have they still have the right to vote, and um, they might they might go, they might vote because and they're but, you know. Abortion was going to be an issue regardless of this decision, in an my issue? humble opinion, yeah, because it is no, in every right. election. Oh, you're right. Would, yeah, John Hinderocker said the same thing. Barbara. You're He's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But why do they make it issue? Because it's um, easy uh, thing. Is it? I mean, it's a well, horrible. It's, 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 it's horrible easy to swing people. It's easy. It's very easy if they don't know what the decision actually says. Mm. And I can assure you there is no one on the left that's going to educate these people nope. and tell them that the decision does not ban abortion. No, nope, they're going to... They are convinced that it does. They're going <laughs> you know? to teach them about the printing and the arts and the Jane, women... Blah, 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 crap. Barbara, what does it do if it overturns Roe versus Wade? What does it end up doing? All it does is say that the decision doesn't belong in the Supreme Court. The there is no constitutional right. Every state can make up its own decision. rule. Then why is A the left... State Why is the left gone so crazy over this? Why are they lighting the hair up? That's an interesting question. I think because they don't understand what the decision says. Um, but be, because nothing, nothing else makes sense. All this says is basically, you know, Maine can make up its own mind, and Vermont can make up its own mind, and Texas can make up its own mind. That's all it says. Well, is that what they don't like? They don't. They don't like individual wait, states making wait, their wait, wait. Sorry, Timmy, what did you say? I said I know why they're losing their mind. It comes down to one simple word: control. Control. There you go. Okay. Yeah. There you go. If it goes back to the states, the federal government loses control, mm -hmm. and that's all they want. At the end of the day, that's what they covet. Yep. Well, you know. I think, Tim, I think you've got a point there, because shortly after the leak happened, um, Pelosi and Schumer uh, came racing to podiums from wherever and basically said, we're going to pass a law that uh -huh. says blankety blankety. Of course, they can't, but that <laughs> never dissuaded them in the past. It says so I, I, control a, may well be a big issue. They're going to okay, pass a law. All saying this, you know, coming to the podium too, that he's never met a camera that doesn't like him. <laughs> That's a fact, isn't it? You, you know, the funny thing, it, the people coming to the podium, it kind of struck me yesterday. The most hysterical people I saw, or two of the most hysterical people, one was Senator Elizabeth Warren, 
um, from Massachusetts. Oh, she reappeared. With an attorney yeah. who was taught law at Harvard Law School, and she has become catatonic over this. She apparently doesn't realize that Massachusetts has a law that says if Roe versus Wade is overturned, abortions will always be legal in Massachusetts. She hasn't figured that out. And another one who was equally hysterical uh, was um, uh, Latricia uh, Jones, is that her name? The Attorney General of the uh, state of New York. And New York has a similar law that says if Roe versus Wade is ever overturned, abortion will always be legal. Barbara, so did you say Elizabeth Warren? The hysterical people don't make sense. You said Elizabeth Warren, didn't you? I did. Focahontas. <laughs> oh, no. No, you didn't. She said it, I did. You did. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, it, it, you know, it, sometimes I wonder if, if, if I lived in Massachusetts, I, I, I think at times I'd be embarrassed by her uh, because she so overreacts to everything. If she stood back and realized what her state law says, she wouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, um, it's, like, laws, it's like having Blumenthal and... Um, What's the other Murphy? Murphy. Um, you know, Murphy. They, they, they just they just fight over being in front of the freaking microphone. Pardon my French. They really they, do. They don't. They care. really do. They don't <laughs> care what who can it, get they, to the podium first. So yeah. they never read the decision. <laughs> no. They never oh, considered what it was have about. You, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen? There was a. Um, and Blumenthal's a lawyer. Excuse too. me. There was a video of Blumenthal on a on a rain uh, rain rain um, next to the railroad railroad. And the train, oh, I saw that one just, where, where he's standing beyond the yellow line and obviously has no clue. We were close. <laughs> obviously, he's never <laughs> taken Metro North before. We were close. So we know he doesn't take mass transit. You never go past the yellow line. Yeah, but, but he's been to Vietnam, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Anyways. Um, so, Barbara, you think the, the decision will stand as written? Uh, Jim, I do. I think the court almost has been painted into a corner here. If they succumb to the, the crazies out there, um, they will have lost oh, all wrong. credibility. Okay, Barbara, Timmy, thank you. Timmy, stay Give on. Her applies. Timmy, stay Timmy, on the line. Timmy, stay on. Barbara, Don't go away. Barbara, Barbara thank is, you so much. Barbara, this is for you. Okay. Bye, Tim. Good talking to you. Barbara is federal prosecutor and law professor at the University of Miami and also the first one law partner at the largest law firm in South Florida, Shuts and Bowen. Barbara, thank you for joining us. My favorite sister. You're well. welcome, Jim. Bye take bye. care, Jim. Take care, Jane. And take care, Tim. Okay. Have a fantastic night, Barbara. All right. Um, Timmy, Timma. Yeah. Give me a favor. What's up? Uh, give me something. What are you selling? I had uh, unmasked orchids um, that was stolen. And then I had, uh, you know how those colorful um, signs are um, about talking about humanity and blah, 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 blah. Okay, so mine says, in this house we believe Trump won 2020, Hillary for prison, Fauci is a fraud, Bill Gates isn't a doctor, Epstein didn't kill himself, 
defund the media. That's what my sound said, sign said, and they stole it. Well, the key word is you had them <laughs> on your yard. I did. I did. Well, you know, <laughs> just because it's on your property doesn't mean that it's not public. I mean, just saying, talk to the goat, you know. <laughs> you know what? Where have you been? Um, well, I have changed jobs. Oh, you have? And, uh, yes, I have changed jobs, and uh, it's been uh, it's been crazy. Um, I bet. You know. Thank you for considering me for this opportunity. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for considering me for this opportunity. Stop that. I was going to say something. Listen. Wait, don't go away, Tim. No. Listen, one of uh, my kids were playing tournament. Um, they are in a soccer. Um, they were in a soccer t- tournament. Um, what last weekend? Not this past weekend. The weekend before, and one of them was uh, exhibiting signs of um, allergies. Um, she didn't have temperature. She was fine. Now the other one all of a sudden came down. Um, her father tested her for COVID, and she refused to go to school. Wearing a mask. She was she was in a quarantine for several days. She refused to go to school with a mask, which I'm very proud of. And at, at the same time, I won't care about because I don't want her to be staying home. But I've had it with this the shit. <laughs> I've had this with this shit. I said it. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I also said in the comments that these same, these knuckleheads, that are pro-abortion and, oh, my God, it's a woman's right, are the same ones who are like, mask our kids in school to save the children. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there you go. Um, um, well, okay, I'm going to be very, very bad right now. Um, when I go upstairs, um, we... Jim doesn't go upstairs, so we live downstairs. Like we live downstairs. Um, those two little... I don't know who did it, and I didn't see it, the two people that live upstairs. Um, when I go upstairs, I want to cry. So why is it legal to have abortion? And why can't you kill your children when they're starting to commit crime in your house? Well, I don't know if you recall or not, but a, uh, what, maybe a year or two years ago, something like that, one of those ding-dong cellar dwellers sued his parents. Oh, my because, God. Because... He didn't ask to be born. I'll tell you what. <laughs> he didn't ask now. to be born. Seriously, <laughs> I, I Tim. I, I, he seriously. sued his parents because he didn't ask he to be born. Because they, they were going to make him pay rent and everything <laughs> like that. And he said, I didn't want to be. It wasn't my choice to be born. You had me. Oh, I can unhave you too. <laughs> and so you know. That was it. You had me so I can unhave me. I hope so. One of my kids pulls that garbage. Yeah. I didn't ask to be born. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Bye bye. into this puddle. Bye bye. Take your backpack and go down the street. That's what I I tell my kids when they pick me off. And you know, I love my kids. I would never do it. No, you do. I just, you love your I, I just, kids. I just, I just threaten them because they're such little buggers. Well, sometimes you just. Have to kick him down the down an escalator. <laughs> Watch him roll like a slinky. I mean, 
Jane never touches her children, ever. She doesn't do anything, but she does yell at them for sure. Oh, that's why my voice is going, because I've been yelling. I've been yelling at the Board of Education. I've been yelling at the governor's office. I've been yelling at my future ex-husband sitting next to me. And I've been yelling at my my, my asshole children. I've been yelling at everybody. I've been yelling at my dog that starts stab dancing at 6.30 in the morning. So, Tim, she has an ex-husband and a future ex-husband. Absolutely. That's the way it all goes. <laughs> no. I, listen, I'm in the same boat. I yell at my 14 and a half year old deaf beagle. Like it's going to do something. Yeah, no. Like it's going to do something. No, exactly. my, my dog actually, my dog actually, actually had um, part of his tail amputated because he either sat on it or Jim ran, ran over it. With my wheelchair. Or I, or I shut the door on him. I don't even know. He had to have it amputated because it was broken. So now him getting him getting himself up, he shits himself in the morning if I don't get up soon enough. There is a pile of freaking dung um, in front of the door. Tim, he- do you know what my dad used to say? My dad used to stay, stay single and raise your kids the same way. Absolutely. I mean, no, I don't know what you're referring to, Jim. <laughs> yeah, he- blink, blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, he is. <laughs> oh, I miss talking to you guys. I miss talking Timmy, to you. You got to call. Timmy, you got to come on more often. Tim, do me a favor. Spread the word that we're back on the air, okay? And dude, I absolutely come will. on, Timma. Give me some. Timmy, I'm going to try and come on every day. Actually, Jane is is suggesting it. No, I'm not. But Timmy, yeah. How how is everything going? It's going super duper <laughs> fantabuloso. Okay, I get a participation trophy. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh, 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 by the way, I have been evicted from the soccer games because I got into somebody's face because I was way too enthusiastic because, and I never thought I would get that way. Um, This guy almost got killed. (laughs) You want to hear something funny? By me. I got got evicted from soccer games as well, (laughs) and then I signed up to coach. Now they can't. I I used to yell all I wanted. <laughs> he got up the coach. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Uh, Timmy, he got to spread the word, and he got to come on more often. And, if you got the chance, tell Frank where I am. And he's playing for you. He's playing this for you. Thank you for considering me for this opportunity. <laughs> you know, toast the guts, everybody. Just toast. Yes, Tim, thank you for coming um, on again. Come back, please. Have a great night, guys. Your okay. wife, your wife's name is Kim, right? Yes. Say hi to her, please. I definitely will. Okay. And and, tell and, her and we're back so, and we're better than ever. And it's so good to hear Absolutely. from you. We'll talk to you soon. And, I hope. And a quick shout out. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Linda. Hi, Sam. I miss seeing <laughs> and hearing from all of you. <laughs> That's the entire chat room, right? Absolutely. You're forgetting David. Chat room is the best. Oh, yep, David, everybody, everybody. I gotta jump into the chat room from now on. <laughs> Take a bow, Tim. We're cheering for you. Alright, we'll talk to you soon, I hope. Have a great one, guys. You too. Take care. Bye. 
Oh, it was so good to hear from him again. It is great. I missed him. I want to, uh, before we sign off, I want to thank the sound off sister, oh, Barbara Weissich, former federal prosecutor and first woman law partner at the largest law firm in South Florida. And so Talk we, about a place to Clark. And John Hinderacker. And John Hinderacker. They were both From the fabulous. number one conservative blog in the country. And go there every day. It should be your first stop. Powerlineblog.com. Powerlineblog. Make sure you put that in. Blog. Powerlineblog.com. Oh, John Hinderacker was great, wasn't he, on the, the disinformation board? He was great. So was Barbara. So was Tima. Tima. All three of our guests. Tima. <laughs> Barbara and John Hinderocker. Should I play my music now? Yes, go ahead. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Sorry about my voice. Well, I won't. Try to stop screaming. And we won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. I certainly am not the one to back down. So um, you can hear that. No, I'm not. You want to play our traveling music? Sure. But I learned from this one, my future ex-husband over here. <laughs> Is that enough? Yep. Thank you for watching, guys. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Um, good to have you on. Sorry I'm not paying attention much to the uh, chat room. Um, Mike Conroy, thank you for joining us today. And who else joined us? Trying to look I don't know, but I'm channel. looking at myself and I look like Nancy Pelosi for crying out loud. Can you shoot me? Gesturing. I don't have her blue suit. Yeah, what a suit. That's a nice suit. She's a shrimp, actually. Did you realize that? She's what? She's a shrimp. She is a shrimp, though. 